by this time, I was taking my mom's radio out of her room and I was bringing it into my room, obviously when she wasn't listening to it. And, you know, it was only for a short period of time because she was always listening to it. But when I got my hands on that thing, I brought it into my room and I would listen to it. And one day I was going through the stations and I found a station that was playing stuff that I had never heard before. Hello, everybody. My name is Bishop Frisch, and I want to welcome you to My Life Through Music. And this next song, man, really blew my mind. And the song I'm talking about is Rapture by Blondie. And it was released in 1981. And again, this is a really, really cool song. And if you look back at the kind of music that I was exposed to and what I had been listening to before, um, you could see that this was like a leap, you know, uh, one of many, uh, thankfully, into newer frontiers of music, man. And, I mean, again, like you take what I was listening to and all of a sudden I, I hear this, this smooth drum beat and then this really cool bass line, and then this funky guitar part, and then there's these bells, these bells ringing in the background in different tones, and I just, I've got this thing about bells, and it's a, uh, it's a, it's a motif, you know, to this little project, and I'll talk about, you know, that um, much later on down the road, but then you get this saxophone just kind of sneaking in in the background. And then you, you, you got this like assemblage of sounds. And if that's not enough, you get this haunting and mesmerizing voice of Blondie just coming in. And it's like hypnotizing, man. And again... At the time, when I, when I heard this, lyrics weren't available like they are today. Again, like I said before, if you didn't own the record or the cassette and the lyrics weren't printed, you know, inside or on, you know, in the cassette or inside the record album, you know, you just had to figure it out on your own. And the only way you could hear it was on the radio. So whether you heard the song towards the beginning or in the middle or towards the end once it was over it was over and there was no rewind you know back then and it kind of reminds me of of that um that luke bryan song when the girls you know she's she says uh, oh my god this is my song i've been listening to the radio all night long i mean that's how it was back you know when i was growing up you know um, in the late 70s and the early 80s, you know, back in the day. And my kids will probably never fully appreciate the idea of waiting to hear your favorite song, you know, on the radio. And there, because there's so many ways to access music and songs today, which I love and I think is really cool. But to me, there is something cool and nostalgic about waiting to hear 
your favorite song on the radio? Uh, I remember there were so many songs that I remember just that were my favorite songs that I just couldn't wait to hear on the radio. Then I would wait and I'd listen to the radio and, and it was really exciting when, you know, you're listening to the radio and you're like, oh man, is it going to come on again? Are they going to play it again? Uh, is, it, is it even going to come on again today? You know, and you just didn't know. And when your song came on, man, it was like, yes. And you kind of felt, at least I did, I felt like, man, that was time well spent. You know why? Because I got a chance to hear the song I was waiting for, my song, my favorite song. You know, and, uh, you know, speaking of radios, as I mentioned earlier, I was, at this time, I was taking and sneaking, not really sneaking, but I mean, when she wasn't listening to it, I was in there grabbing her phone, uh, her uh, radio out of her, her room and putting it in my room. And it was, this was, you know, a big radio, you know? And I remember, <laughs> just a second, I remember during that time, I had this little Nerf, <laughs> this little orange Nerf basketball. And it wasn't the exact size, you know, it wasn't the size of a basketball, a real basketball. It was about the size of a, a softball, I'd say. And it came with this plastic basketball hoop that had this bracket on it that what we did, we would just hang it on the door and then we would close the door and then the door and the door frame and the door jam would just hold it together nice and tight. And you had a basketball hoop, you know, inside. And, you know, we would just shoot hoops, you know. I would spend, you know, you know, my days, you know, especially in the summertime because here in the summer in, in Arizona, I mean, there was just only so much a kid could take. You know, I mean, you'd go out early in the morning, you'd try to ride your bike, you'd try to play football. And I mean, as soon as the sun got really hot, I mean, it was just almost pointless to be out there. And I remember, you know, so many times my mom would just save us from ourselves, you know, and she'd say, get in here, boys, you know, and we'd come in just looking like half dead, faces beat red, sweat, you know, coming down. And, uh, you know, she'd just be like, putting glasses of water, you know, in front of us, drink this, drink this, you're gonna, you know, dehydrate. And um, so it was cool to have that inside because you could be out of the, the hot sun and you could be inside and you would have something to do and not be bored. You know, you, you, could, you could do something active, you can have an activity. And so what I did was I would grab my mom's radio and like I was saying before, um, I would listen to it while I, shot hoops or my brother would come in sometimes and we'd play you know a round of horse or whatever you know and I wanted the radio that was in my mom's room because the one in the kitchen if you remember we had two at that time one in the kitchen one in my mom's room the one in the kitchen was a piece of junk and it was like a transistor radio it was a flat sound one speaker and it was just, it just didn't sound good. And I wanted my mom, so it was much bigger and it had a fuller sound and it would just fill up the room, you know, and that's what I wanted. And I remember when I was putting these notes together, from memory, I just drew a, here's another cheesy um, sketch that I drew of my mom's radio. 
and you could see that it had two speakers and it had the, the dial in the middle along with the knobs that were in the middle as well. And recently I just went on the internet to see if I could find that, um, that uh, radio and I found it. I found one that looks exactly like it um, and I'm not sure if this is going to work very well, but this is the radio that, that she had. It's exactly what it looked like. And it had the silver in the front over the speakers and it had the, the, uh, the I guess it was fake wood cabinet around, you know, and it was heavy and it didn't have a, a, a carrying handle like like the 80s boom boxes where you can just grab it and take it no you had to lug this thing man and uh, so don't laugh at my picture you know I'm not an artist but uh, um, but that's what it looked like you know and um, so we would just like be taking it back and forth I'd come home from school and I'd find that she'd gotten in my room and she'd taken it and, and put it in her room and I'd go in there when she wasn't listening to it and I'd grab it and I'd put it in my room and so we had this war going on for a while and uh, it would be a while until I would be able to keep that radio full time. But, uh, um, but getting back to the song, I heard it on the radio, as I said before, surprisingly not on an FM station. Yes, not an FM station, but on an AM station. And I remember... The station, it was AM, it was 1060 KUKQ. And now I believe it's a sports uh, station. But back then, in the early 80s, it played um, soul and R&B. And I don't know if that was just like a, a section of the day or a certain time that it played uh, soul and R&B. Or maybe it played it all the time. I don't remember. But it did. And that's where I heard the song Rapture by Blondie. And I, it was the first time on that station. And um, believe it or not, believe it or not, I heard some other songs that I remembered. Um, on that station, I remember hearing The Breaks by Curtis Blow. I also remember Rapper's Delight by the Sugar Hill Gang. And yes, believe it or not, I remember hearing the Double Dutch Bus by Frankie Smith. And to be honest, I didn't know who Frankie Smith was as far as a musician. I just remember hearing the song and recognizing the song. And I'm going to put it in the, um, you know, underneath the link, underneath so you can hear it because you'll, once you hear it, you'll never forget that song. I mean, it is so wild that it's just, it's, it, I, I don't remember hearing anything like it. And when you hear it, you'll know what I'm talking about. But I do remember vaguely, I do remember hearing the name Curtis Blow, um, probably from my cousins. And I do remember, I do remember specifically the Sugar Hill Gang. And I remember my cousins also. Uh, having that record, and um, and uh, I'll be talking about my cousins, you know, a little bit further down the road. But I think they may have be may have been the ones who actually told me about 
KUKQ, and that's probably why I was on AM looking for it. I don't remember. But I'll never forget hearing Blondie's mesmerizing, hypnotic voice um, for the first time. And come to think of it, I remember having a heart of glass on a 45. I just, I just remembered that. I had a heart of glass on a 45. But, um, but that radio and that song, Rapture, you know, and I, I mentioned the lyrics before. I didn't know what that song was about, and I couldn't really make out the lyrics back then. But as, you know, technology has gotten better and, you know, the internet and everything, I was able to go back and just look at what I was hearing. And I just want to point out one line in there. And it's, it, she says, face to face, sadly solitude. And when I read that, it just hit me, you know, because, I mean, how real is that sometimes, you know, in this world? You know, you're face to face with somebody, but you're alone or they're alone. And I think we should try to, you know, look at that, acknowledge that, and address that, because I think we would all would be better off or benefited by, you know, uh, improving on that. And of course, that was the first song that I think hit the top 40 that featured rapping, you know. Um, obviously, she wasn't the first to do it. Uh, there was so many that came before her, and she mentions Fab Five Freddy, you know, on that, which I think had a lot to do with that. Um, but, um, I do think that her song being put out there like that really opened up to a, um, a broader audience, you know, the idea of rap and, 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 and people were able to hear that and, you know, see what that was all about. So, um, but I, I just want to ask you what, what songs were you listening to at 10 years old, 11 years old around that time? You know, what impact did it have on you? Um, how did it make you feel? You know, where were you when you heard those songs? And how does it affect or how did it affect the way you listen to music? And how has it um, made a difference in how you listen to music today? Um, what kind of memories come up? You know, I mean... You know, there's those summer days and playing basketball. It's just crazy, you know. But um, as always, you know, I, I, I want to thank you for your valuable time. And uh, just thank you for spending a few minutes with me. And uh, I look forward to seeing you in the next video. Thank you.